Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher. Thanks for tuning in. we got a great show for you for this Tuesday, December 23rd, 2014. This is our 702nd episode. Glad you're here. Today we're going to be talking about the year 2014 in review. You hear those kinds of shows everywhere. This is going to be no exception. I'm going to go over some of the highlights of the year here in Hawaii. Also some of the big... Hawaii tourism related type stories as well as we get through the big show. Don't forget this podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii, Hawaii's experts, and you can catch us on the web at www.hawaii-aloha.com or you can just give us a call 1-800-843-8771. Dial us up old school on like a telephone or a cell phone. And we will be right here to take your call and help you plan a excellent Hawaii vacation. I mean, all of our agents are born and raised here. This is going to give you the edge. You've heard me say it before. Connecting with people here is really the way to go. I mean, there's just information overload on the Internet. And you really can go crazy and go blind and go deaf just trying to figure everything out yourself cut to the chase. We're here. We've been doing this for 14 years. We know just where to go to help you get the best deal, to get the best value for your money, and more importantly, how to have fun when you come to Hawaii. Well, 2014 is winding down, and I thought I'd take a look at some of the big news stories in Hawaii travel and tourism that happened this year. Let's face it, it was an interesting year on all fronts, particularly in the Hawaii visitors tourism industry. There's a lot that has happened that is good for Hawaii and for visitors that are coming here and just for the industry in general. I know I talk about some of the negatives and some of the things that bother me, but there's been a lot of really good things that have happened as well. It's been an interesting year for us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. We have kind of, as we have always had to do in this business, adjusted to all of the disruptions in this industry. You know, we're one of the last breed of, quote, travel agents that actually exist out there because, quite frankly, we're in an environment where you can do a lot of this yourself. So people have a hard time understanding why they even need a travel agent. And I can really understand that in most cases. I mean, I can see how, you know, using technology can really increase the ability for you to very efficiently book your vacations, book book trips all over the world. But you know what? Hawaii Aloha Travel, we've existed in this environment since our inception. Since the day we opened our doors, we've had these disruptors, but we still exist and we still live here and we still are able to do a great business because Hawaii is a different destination. It's a different place than it is. I mean, it's a different place to go to than other destinations in that it can get a little complicated. And that's why we continue to do well here. We continue to do a very good business, but there are disruptions and we've always adjusted to those disruptions. I'll give you a perfect example. I know that a lot of people love, and especially this year, it's the, the whole air to B&B model, business model has really taken off. I mean, we see VBRO, we see Airbnb, we see HomeAway, we see Flipkey. We see all of these uh, companies out there that are competing in effect with hotels and the tourism industry. But we've kind of found a great way to work that here in Hawaii Law Travel. We we have our own condos. That if you want to do the air to B&B model, you know, we certainly can do that here. And we can put you in your own condo if that's what you want to do. You don't care about maid service. You don't care about some of the amenities in the hotel. We got you covered. Another thing that we've done here is we've started a, a, tour, a, a tour company. And really over the last year, 
we have realized that you know what we want to be we want to try and do as much as we can for our visitors that are coming to Hawaii. So we started a, a, a tour company, Hawaii Jeep Tours. So now, if you don't book your trip with us, you certainly could book the best tour that you're going to ever get when you're on the island of Oahu. Right now, we're just doing that on Oahu, but we're we're expanding out to other islands. The other thing that we've done is we've we've branched out to helping folks go anywhere in the world. So if you're a customer of Hawaii Law Travel and you've done business with us, you know how, how efficient we are at doing the job. We now have services to take you anywhere in the world and be looking for a lot more information like that from us especially next year as we uh, actually are going to be launching a global initiative. So a lot of fun things happening here, but I want to talk a little bit about the stories that have really impacted us here in Hawaii. A lot of, believe it or not, weather stories. Like right now, it's it's really cold and I'm getting a lot of slack from people who I say, oh, it's really cold today. It's 74 degrees and with the wind chill factor, it's 65. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but we're, we're kind of weather wimps in Hawaii, but Weather has been a big factor here in the news over the last year. And I'm going to get into talking about some of the industry-specific stuff in a minute. But I want to talk first about what I think is one of the most compelling news stories in Hawaii in 2004. And that's what's what happened and what's happening in the Puna district on the Big Island of Hawaii. Now, Puna is on the northeastern tip of the Big Island and it had, well, a rough year to say the least, from Mother Nature or Madam Pele, as we say here at Hawaii. That corner of the state, which is largely dependent on tourism, has been making international news for most of the year, as you probably have heard about it. Now, back in August, Hurricane Azel bore down on the Big Island, and it was in that exact same district of Puna, which sustained some serious devastation over there. Um, Isabel was then downgraded, if you remember, to a tropical storm um, before it actually hit landfall. And we really dodged a bullet with that one. And the whole area in that Puna area was already declared a a disaster. And it was even uh, claimed a disaster by Barack Obama. Um, the, The news images were just incredible. There were the forests that had, you know, a lot of the forests were like leveled over there. They had 150 feet tall trees that were leveled. Hundreds of Puna residents were isolated. They didn't have power. The, the roads were down. They, you know, they were, the roads were blocked by these giant masses of trees and, and all of this debris that was all over. There were reports of a lot of looting that was going on there. Um, residents were arming themselves. You know, it really was incredible. They even had to bring out the National Guard to provide help and to maintain stability and security over there. So it really was an incredible year. That that damage even affected the election here in the state of Hawaii. And many of the residents were unable to reach the polling places. The damage was really heavy and it was really, really bad. And they're actually still cleaning up over there. But... That's not all that Puna had to deal with this year. One of the biggest stories that hit Hawaii this year was the Kilauea volcano lava flow. And even as of today, the lava is just a half a mile from the main intersection in Pahoa Town. Today we hear that it stalled again. And it was only like maybe 600 yards from a 
marketplace that was there. They keep, it just keeps stopping in the right places. Thank goodness for that because it, it had already claimed a home in the area and completely over, uh, overran the Pujoa transfer station. A lot of people evacuated their homes ahead of this, even though they didn't have to. And it's just you know, totally unsettling. It's just really, really sad. Now keep in mind, Pujoa is en route to Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. And the park received more than a million and a half visitors in 2013, just to give you an idea. So, I mean, there's other ways, obviously, to get there. If you go the other way, you can get there. But it, it does impact. I mean, the, 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 this town was connected to that tourism industry, and it continues to be. But Madam Pele, as we call it here in Hawaii, always has her way. And all we can do is hope for the best for the folks over there that live in Puna and offer support and assistance. And they are getting a lot of support there. And luckily, as of today, they really, really dodged the bullet. Now let's move on to a little bit of good news for Hawaii tourism this past year. One of the trends we're seeing is a surge in the Hawaii luxury market. This has been big. Big name luxury chains have already vested a lot of money, millions of dollars in renovations here and upgrades and properties across the state. And this year's announcements of further improvements across the state were very, very common. We're seeing a huge push towards the luxury market, which, why? Obviously, it's because Hawaii is an expensive destination. Uh, they're just, we just yesterday I was down where our condos are, and I was looking out and I saw the Ritz-Carlton residences and just how beautiful that is. And they really are going to have an amazing view, but you know, these residences, you have to own them, you know, and there's timeshares and all of that. But there has been a push and we're seeing more and more of the luxury hotels do a lot of renovating right now and making improvements, even though we're on the island of Lanai. It's, it's basically going to be closed down for improvements at both the Manelli Bay and the Lodge Kohele. Next year is going to be a big year for Lanai to start their renovations and the rejuvenating and the rebirth of Lanai will be happening very soon. In February, the Hilton on the Big Island announced that it's having a whole new luxury experience called Makai at the Lagoon Tower. They spent $15 million upgrading 162 rooms in the tower and now it offers exclusive resort benefits and ocean views for Lagoon Tower Yes, and that was sorely needed. That Hawaii, the Hilton Waikoloa needed a renovation. It was getting kind of uh, old and tired. And by the way, that's owned by Blackstone, major corporation. It's one of the few hotels that are actually owned by Hilton. Just to let you know, a little side note on that. Of course, big news that the Andaz Maui at Wailea opened its doors in September. It has 300 luxury rooms and seven villas and the restaurants uh, there. It has a Miramoto is there. Uh, Miramoto, as you know, he was the Iron Chef. Also entering into the Maui luxury market is the Montage at Kapalua Bay. If you haven't seen these, they're absolutely exquisite, over-the-top beautiful. Highly recommend them. I've been down there multi-million dollar renovation and upgrade. There is also planned at the residence in uh, Kapalua Bay. They're going to be doing also a new 50-suite hotel over there and an ocean tower at the Westin Maui Resort made a lot of upgrades as well. In fact, those guys were just here in our offices and they told us about the uh, luxury upgrades there. 553 rooms, 
Um, and that cost about $70 million. So they're really, really throwing a lot of money at these hotels. Um, several other uh, renovations, also the um, over on Kauai, the Ocean Resort, just completed another soft renovation there. That's also been uh, redone. Also, um, the Sheridan. Don't forget about that Sheridan over on Kauai. A great value. Now, they redid and completely renovated all of the rooms on the ocean side there and did all the public, not, not the rooms, the, uh, all the public spaces on the ocean side now. So the pool was renovated. The restaurants were renovated. I just saw some beautiful pictures. I haven't seen it personally, but I absolutely love that property. The Sheridan on Kauai, that's down on the Poipu side. Another great renovation, big news uh, this past year. I know I was just talking about Lanai and the uh, big, and the Four Seasons there, but the Four Seasons is now going to be taking over the Ko'olina, the Marriott Ko'olina, and that's going to be happening, and they're going to be a huge $500 million renovation there. That's out on the west side of Oahu. That's right next to the Disney Alani, so expect that, and we'll have to keep an eye on all of these renovations and these luxury products, uh, projects and upgrades over the coming months and years and see how that's going to affect the overall market because traditionally, you know, I mean, we've been seeing this now for five, the last five years at least, uh, just how they've been trying to bring up that price point for those Hawaii hotel rooms. Now it's over $250 is the average hotel room night on, uh, you know, in, in the islands. It's just crazy. I mean, I forget those days of $100 room nights, you know, at some of these hotels, forget it. Never going to happen again. Another development in the last year is what's been going on up on the North Shore at the Turtle Bay Resort. Um, while they're not going to be stopping development there, they do have an agreement that's going to limit some of the development. You've heard me talk about this also on our other podcast about just what was really going on there. So I guess you could kind of call this a partial victory for people that were opponents of the development because it limits the development on the 800 acre site. Um, and, um, keeps it in check, hopefully. But, you know, we've always been very, very leery of these kinds of things because invariably the developers say what they say they're going to do one thing and end up doing another thing in the reality. So it's kind of scary. I know my friend uh, Wade has been talking about this too and they were just up there and they've, they've, they've kind of knocked down a lot of the forest up there. I wonder who the hell is doing that. It was kind of scary to see that happening. So we'll be keeping a very close eye on uh, the developments up on the North Shore. Of course, we've seen the, the new development of Haleiwa up there. This was, you know, you could kind of say that Hawaii in general, the big story, you know, besides the weather stuff that we're talking about, is especially in Oahu going through a redevelopment or development craze. I mean, it's, it's happening all over, not just for the tourism industry, but with rail coming to Hawaii and the Kaka'ako project, it looks like, Hawaii is exploding with development and new building. So it's going to be interesting to watch how this all impacts our economy and our tourism industry as the months and years pass by. There's actually been a lot of travel-related stories in Hawaii this year. Hawaiian Airlines, they started a new route to China. Uh, overall, it's been up for tourism all across the board here in Hawaii. There's been, unfortunately, a little bit of a spike in shark attacks all of a sudden in Hawaii. Most of them in Maui, but I don't think there's anything to be alarmed about. But one of the most feel-good stories just happened recently when Marcus Moriata 
won the Heisman Trophy. And when somebody from Hawaii wins a big honor like that, it just gives us all chicken skin in Hawaii. We get all excited about it. And we're very proud of it. We are very proud when anybody in the sports realm gets that kind of attention. So that's really, really big, exciting news for Hawaii. You know, the media was on that guy for weeks. And the thing about him, he he really represented, you know, when you think about it, he was so humble, very humble guy. He had a very gracious demeanor. And this is the kind of, this is what we want to project to the world. So a perfect candidate. And we're just so proud and happy for um, Marcus, that he uh, he won this award. So um, that's kind of kind of the wrap on on the whole year. I want to thank you for sticking with us this year, listening to the show. If you haven't had a chance to check out our blog and our podcasts and our videos, please do so, and especially interact with us on our Facebook page. We have tons of questions and, th- and we do a giveaway each week. If you want to win a prize, we do that every Friday on our Facebook pages. Please. Communicate with me. Uh, email me, bruce at hawaii-aloha.com or drop me a note on Twitter. I'm at Aloha Bruce on Twitter. So check that out. I would really love to hear from you. So please get involved. And if you're planning a trip now, trip for next year now is really the time to get started on it. We're seeing some excellent deals at excellent airfares. I saw airfares for 158 bucks one way just today from San Jose. Um, so it's like 300, what, 300, 400 bucks to come to Hawaii. I mean, this is what we're talking about for airfares. We're seeing some great, great deals on airfare. So please uh, get involved and get involved with us. You know, tourism is always in the news, and I'm always going to be bringing you the news here as it happens, as I can. And not all of it can be good. I mean, you know, we tell the good, we take the good with the bad. But, but residents and visitors alike continue to make tourism the most important civilian industry in our state. And we'll stay on top of it for you. We'll keep you informed of what's going on and what you need to know for your Hawaii vacation. And we're going to wrap it up now. We're going to wish you a great holiday season. This will be our last show for the year. We'll see you right again next year. The beginning of the year, we'll start with fresh podcasts and good information for you. And we'll say aloha and mahalo. Happy New Year and happy holidays and all that fun stuff. And we'll see you next year. For my beautiful wife, Yaling, for all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo.